This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. Congressional Republicans have just weeks to meet an April 15th deadline for producing a tax and spending plan for the next fiscal year. That budget document is supposed to greenlight the writing of annual spending bills that fund the government. But with Republicans deeply divided over federal spending, the entire process is in limbo, raising doubts about whether the GOP can fulfill pledges of fiscal honesty. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ budget reporter Paul Krawczak. Paul, you broke the story about the Senate budget plan being delayed. What does that say about the state of the Republican caucus and the pressures being brought to bear on GOP leaders? It all started with the uh, budget deal. Uh, that Congress uh, passed last year. That was a two-year budget deal, and it set spending limits for this year and uh, next year. And in both the House and the Senate, uh, leaders would like to pass the the 12 uh, spending bills this year if possible. Uh, Republicans want to show that, uh, that they can uh, run an orderly Congress. Now, the problem is that part of this process is something called the budget resolution, and normally... The House would pass one and the Senate would try to pass one. But there are problems in both chambers uh, that, that's making that very difficult. And the problem in the Senate is a lot of senators do not want to pass a budget resolution because it's an election year and because uh, of something called the voterama during the debate, uh, which could be used as campaign fodder in the election. And also because senators say we already have the, the budget numbers from the budget deal, so we shouldn't have to do a budget resolution. So Senate Budget Chairman Mike Enzi has uh, postponed a release and markup of a budget resolution, and there's a very good chance the Senate will not have a budget resolution at all. On the House side, the challenge is a little bit different. You have um, a large group of conservatives who voted against the budget deal last year. They didn't like that the budget deal raised discretionary spending, spending on operating programs. And they don't want the budget resolution to reflect those higher levels. So they are threatening to vote against it. So this year, um, it will be harder to pass these budget resolutions than probably any time in recent memory. Now, it's quite a contrast to last year when the House and Senate agreed on a budget plan. That was the first time that's happened since 2009. Obviously, they were both under Republican control. It seems the split is over uh, about $30 billion in spending, right? That's right, because the budget deal last year raised spending by $30 billion in 2017. And as I said, a lot of conservatives voted against that budget deal, but it passed anyway with Democratic support. So the way they're trying to pass the budget resolution in the House is they're saying, we will come up with a bill to cut mandatory spending programs, entitlement programs, by at least $30 billion over two years and maybe $100 billion over, over 10 years. 
And if we do that, will you conservatives agree to vote for the budget resolution? And maybe they will and maybe they won't. We don't know yet. Now, does this flap over the budget prevent the Senate's majority leader, Mitch McConnell, from making good on his pledge to pass individual spending bills? Or is there some way around that? There is a way around that. Uh, the budget deal from last year included a section which allows the Senate to publish budget enforcement numbers which basically would replace the budget resolution. So if they don't get a budget resolution in the Senate, they can publish these numbers and they can go ahead and start trying to pass appropriations bills. We don't know how far that's going to go. Uh, Harry Reid, the Democratic leader, has said he would like to see appropriations bills passed too, um, but we'll see what happens. Now, Democrats, uh, including Senator Reid, must be delighted about Republicans being in disarray, especially in an election year. Uh, what are they proposing to do specifically? Well, right now they're criticizing Republicans for not being able to uh, get a budget resolution out. There were a number of years when Republicans um, slammed um, Senate Democrats for not having a budget resolution. So now the Republican-controlled Senate might not be able to get a budget resolution out. Right now they're basically criticizing and they're also saying let's stick with the numbers from the budget deal. So maybe I'm missing something, but Congress is due to be out for Memorial Day, for Easter, for both major party conventions, and for five weeks in August. That doesn't leave a whole lot of time for doing these spending bills. What happens if they can't finish by the end of the year? If they can't finish they will end up with what's called a continuing resolution or a stopgap funding bill and basically it would continue spending at current levels into next year and then they would try to wrap up business um, after the election but in fact even if everything goes really well and they start passing appropriations bills they're still not going to pass them all and they're still going to have to do a stopgap where they continue the spending until after the election and then they wrap it up then wrap it up in a lame duck Congress says. Right. CQ budget reporter Paul Krawczak on how Congress can spend without a spending blueprint. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org.